2024 is creeping up on us, and in this episode, I'm going to cover what you can expect at Disneyland during each month of 2024. We'll talk about crowd patterns, events, weather, ride closures, the least crowded time to visit, and the most crowded time to visit. This is Mixin' Some Magic. Hi, I'm Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert, and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week, I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me. Let's mix in some magic. Hello and welcome. Thanks for being here. Hopefully you're all ready for the holidays because they are here and I am happy to report that I have most of my shopping done and now I'm moving on to the wrapping phase, which is good. I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm also prepping to do some holiday baking and treat making, which I really love. I enjoy that part of the holidays. I'm going to be delivering a few gifts to neighbors in the next few days. It's just a really fun time of year if you can get past all the busyness of it all. Hopefully you're able to do that so you can take a little time to really enjoy the season. Before we get going with this week's episode, I want to take a second and just give a shout out to you. Thanks for being here. I'm only here doing this because you're here listening. Thank you for being part of this amazing community. Seriously, you're amazing and I appreciate you. Whether you've been with me from the get-go or just hopped on board, your support means the world. Every listen, every comment, every share, it's the secret sauce that keeps this little podcast train of mine chugging along. If you wouldn't mind, please, please, please take a minute to fill out the Google form that's linked in the show notes. There's just a few questions for you to answer that will help me create content as we move forward with the show next year, because I want to create episodes that are fun and valuable to you. So your feedback is so helpful for me. And anyone who wants to fill out the form is entered to win a $25 Disney gift card. The form will be open until the end of the year. So you still have a little bit of time. I got to say that reading your feedback that's already come in has been so helpful You've already given me like tons of great ideas. It's pure gold, but I didn't, I knew it. I knew you guys would have great ideas, but I didn't expect all of the nice comments though. I've been brought to tears more than once. You guys are, you're just way too nice to me. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thanks to those of you who have already filled out the form. You are the reason that I keep hitting this record button and your feedback is so helpful. So here's a massive thank you to each and every one of you. You're the heartbeat of Mixin' Some Magic, and I wouldn't be here without you. And I'm excited for what's next. I know we're in the midst of the hustle and bustle of the holidays, but next year will be here before we know it. And I want to dedicate an entire episode to those making plans for Disneyland vacations in 2024. I'm going to be talking about each month of the year, talking about crowds, events, ride closures, what to expect and more. So hopefully this will be helpful for you if you're planning a Disneyland vacation for next year. And if you're not planning a Disneyland vacation for next year, I think you should. Now's the time to start thinking about it. So I have created a Disneyland crowd calendar for every single month of the year. That's on my website. And to create these, oh man, they've taken me so long because I use 
crowds from past years, holidays, school closures, conferences at different conference centers in the area, events that are happening at Disneyland, plus personal experience to create these calendars. If you would like to check them out, then I will put a link to them in the show notes. But the first things first, let's talk about something that I think is super important when you're planning a trip to Disneyland. It is important to realize that Disneyland is always crowded. It just is. It is pretty consistently crowded too. Most days are just mid-level crowds. And obsessing about trying to find a time with the absolute lowest crowds is a little bit pointless. It's kind of like trying to find the Disneyland cats. You know those cats that roam around Disneyland? Some people think are just a myth, but they're not. Like they really exist. Finding low crowd days at Disneyland is kind of like finding those cats. Like I know that they exist. I've seen them. I've seen those cats a couple of times, just like I've seen low crowd days a couple of times at Disneyland. But most of the time, I I never see them. I they just are not there. You can't find them. And low crowd days at low crowd days at Disneyland are kind of like that. Most of the time, you're just not gonna find them. Like you know they're there and they exist but they're almost on that like level of myth, if that makes any sense. Maybe that was just a stupid comparison. But anyway, obsessing about how to find these low crowds and only visiting when it's the very lowest crowd time is really pointless. I would rather see you pick a time that works for your family and then take some time and do some research into figuring out how Genie Plus works and Learn about rope drop and rider switch and then go enjoy your day at Disneyland. People who get hung up on visiting only when crowds are the very lowest are going to end up being disappointed because low crowd days are few and far between and they're really, really hard to predict. Another thing you need to realize is that Disneyland wants their parks to be crowded and they work really hard to make sure their parks are crowded. So if they sense a lull coming at any given time of the year, then they'll create a special event or have a sale to draw in more crowds. A good example of this is the $50 kids ticket sale, which is happening right now. And by the way, it's an incredible deal. So if you haven't jumped on this deal and you're wanting to take your family to Disneyland in 2024, this is the sale for you. It's going to save you a lot of money. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to get on it. But anyway, traditionally mid-January through early March has been a slower time at Disneyland. So what does Disneyland do? They decide to have a really amazing sale on kids tickets that's only good if you're traveling during that slower time of the year. This is their way of filling up the parks and making money. So my point is that even if you happen to pick a slower time to visit, that doesn't mean it will actually be lower crowds. There could be a sale or there could be an event that pops up that draws in a bunch more people. So absolutely avoid those like super crazy times of the year that we know are going to be crazy crowded. But after that, just pick a time that works for your family. Maybe you've always wanted to go at Halloween time or you've wanted to be there during the food and wine festival. Do it. Don't stress about crowds. The crowds are going to be there whether you like it or not. So at this point, I think we all just need to like embrace the crowds of Disneyland because they're not going away. And once we've accepted that 
And once you've picked your dates and booked your hotel and purchased your flights, then you can focus on learning about how you can still have a great time even when it's crowded because you can. The magic is still there even when it's crowded and you can still do every single thing you want to do even when it's crowded. I promise. Here's an example. I recently visited Disneyland during Halloween time and it gets really, really busy during Halloween time. It was also a Saturday. It was an Oogie Boogie Bash night and it was gay days. So needless to say, it was incredibly crowded. One of the more crowded days I've ever seen at Disneyland. I was there with my friend Tia and we decided to see if we could ride every single ride at Disneyland during that very busy day. And there were some doubts. I didn't know if it could be done, but guess what? We were able to do it. We rope dropped, we used Genie Plus, and we were strategic about our day, and we rode every single ride at Disneyland. And truth be told, it really wasn't that hard. We took snack breaks, and we had leisurely meal breaks, and we had a really great time. And we finished all the rides with over an hour to spare before the park even closed. Now, I'm guessing you probably don't want to spend your day at Disneyland riding every single ride. But if I can do every single ride in that park on a crazy busy day, then I hope this illustrates that you'll be able to do everything you want to do on your vacation, even if it's crowded. Now, hopefully I'm not stressing you out. I'm, that's not what I'm trying to do. Early next year, I'm going to have some really helpful episodes coming out about using Genie Plus and about rope dropping and using Rider Switch, all those things. So watch for those. I also have touring plans on my website that use Genie Plus and they give you a step-by-step -step guide to your day so that you can avoid waiting in those long lines and that you can take some of that stress out of having to plan your day at Disneyland um, those are really helpful. So I'll put a link to them in the show notes. Before we jump into the calendar, let's take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix and Some Magic. All right, we are back. One thing that is really exciting is that Disneyland recently announced a bunch of dates for 2024. They announced dates for some after hours events, and they also announced dates for things like Halloween time and the holidays, which is really exciting because usually Disneyland doesn't openly announce these dates openly. Like I'm sure they know what they are, but they don't tell the general public until like three weeks out sometimes, which is really, really frustrating because if you are a guest wanting to visit Disneyland for say Halloween time, but you don't know when Halloween time starts until three weeks before, how are you supposed to make plans for that? It's never made sense to me and it's always been incredibly annoying. But this year, Disneyland has given us those dates a year in advance. So we already know when the holidays start. We already know when Halloween time begins and we know some of the after hours dates as well. So it's all very exciting. And I'm so thankful because seriously, it was just so, so silly. But now we know and we can plan accordingly, which is how it should have always been, in my opinion. Okay, let's start off with January, January 2024. January at Disneyland traditionally would mean lower crowds. 
But because of the Disneyland kids ticket sale, I don't think it's going to be as low as it normally is. I still think it'll be lower. It's going to be lower crowds than, say, July, but it's going to be more crowded than a traditional January would be. It's also going to be chilly. January is a colder time of year to visit. And January usually means shorter park hours. So often means shorter wait times for rides because there's less people. But when there's less people, then Disneyland lowers their, their like opening and closing times. So they change. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm trying to say? It's going to close earlier. That's what I'm trying to say. And so wait times will be shorter, but you're also going to have shorter amount of time to spend in the park. Now, January also begins ride refurbishment time. Traditionally, in January and February, Disneyland uses this time to refurbish a bunch of rides. So you're going to see more ride closures than you would in like September. So that's pretty standard. And then in January, we always have It's a Small World holiday close, and we always have Haunted Mansion holiday close because they need to have their holiday overlays removed. So this year, It's a Small World holiday is closing January 8th, and then it is going to be closed all the way until January 22nd. And then January 22nd, Haunted Mansion holiday is going to be closed, and we don't have a reopening date for that at this point. And there are going to be some major refurbishments major refurbishments happening to the outside of the queue. They're adding a little gift shop at the end and they're kind of rerouting the line since it spills out into the walkways often. And so we don't know how long it's going to be closed. We don't have a reopening date for that. Normally it would be two weeks, but because they're doing extra refurbishments and things like that, it's definitely going to be longer than two weeks. We just don't have a date yet. So hopefully it's not too long. I don't know how all how long all that will take, but hopefully not too long. Now, Lunar New Year is happening in January, which I absolutely love. And Lunar New Year is January 23rd through February 18th. That's a really fun time to visit. Maybe one of my favorite events at Disneyland. We also have an after hours event that kicks off in January. Sweethearts Night is going to be January 23rd, 25th, and 30th. That's happening over at Disneyland. So if you're visiting Disneyland on any of those days, just be aware it's going to close a little bit early. Not that much early. It's going to close at 8 p.m. instead of usually it would probably close at 9 or 10 so you're not going to really lose that much time if you're going to be there on a sweetheart's night in January. Now, let's move on to February. February usually has lower crowds as long as you avoid President's Day. I think it's going to be a little different this year, again, because of that kid's ticket sale. Now, rides will be closed for refurbishment. We don't know which ones. Disney doesn't really set information until six weeks beforehand, but you will... Just count on seeing more rides closed than normal. You might also run into rainy weather during February. That's pretty standard, but don't let it scare you because you can still have a great time in the rain. And some of my very best days at Disneyland have happened in the rain, as long as you're prepared. So really, whenever you go to Disneyland, I want you to keep an eye on the weather because you need to be prepared for whatever weather is coming your way. But you might need to be prepared for rain, especially in February. Now, Lunar New Year is continuing over at California Adventure through February 18th. Also in February, on February 17th and 24th, they're having a Celebrate Gospel event, which sounds kind of fun. 
And then there will be Disneyland After Dark Sweethearts Night happening in February, February 1st, 6th, 8th, 12th, and 14th will be Sweethearts Night. Let's move on to March. Now, March has a lot going on because spring break kicks off and spring break begins a lot earlier than most people think think it does. Spring break crowds are usually in full swing by the second week of March. So the first couple of weeks of March, the beginning of, you know, the beginning of March is going to be slower, but Disney knows that. And because it's going to be slower then they are beginning the food and wine festival on March 1st again. So they can bring in more crowds for the beginning of the food and wine festival. And then spring break crowds will just kind of continue into that once we get to the second week of March. Food and Wine Festival runs March the 1st through April 22nd over at California Adventure. I really love the Food and Wine Festival. I especially love that they change Soarin' World over to Soarin' California. And it's pretty fun to see it kind of in that older version, the way they used to have it back in the day when California Adventure first was new. There is an after hours event happening March 5th and 7th. It's a Disney Channel night. Uh, they're going to have things like a high school musical pep rally and a Phineas and Ferd dance party. And so a lot of people are excited for that. Um, Let's see. Is that everything for March? I think that's everything for March. Oh, we could talk about weather. Weather is usually pretty amazing in March. Not too hot, not too cold. It's just right. Then we move into April. April is more busy than March is with spring break crowds. The Food and Wine Festival is still happening. That runs through April 22nd. And the park is really pretty busy for most of April. They're going to be enjoying fall or fall, spring break and good weather, things like that. Crowds will die down a bit in later April. You can look forward to that. Now, April 5th through June 2nd kicks off Star Wars Season of the Force. So that's going to be happening for a couple months. Just a big Star Wars celebration. You're going to feel that over at Disneyland. Hopefully we get Hyperspace Mountain back during that time because that's really fun. And then April 26th, Pixar Fest kicks off and runs through August 4th. So Pixar Fest is a celebration of friendship and beyond. That's what it says. So they're going to have like decorations and themed menu items and merchandise, of course, all with a Pixar twist. So on the Disney Parks website, it says, this festival of friendship is highlighted by heartwarming entertainment featuring Pixar stories. An all-new daytime parade, Better Together, a Pixar Pal celebration will debut at Disney California Adventure Park and a Disney and at Disneyland Park, the emotional Together Forever, a Pixar nighttime spectacular returns with some all new scenes. So that's kind of fun. We'll be able to have a new parade, and we're getting a fireworks show back that a lot of people really liked. So that is happening all in April. Very exciting. Also in April, we begin the Star Wars nights. So of course they're going to have an after hours night. Star Wars night is happening April 16th, 18th, 23rd, 25th, and 30th over in Disneyland. Okay. I think we covered April pretty good. Let's move into May. May means lighter crowds earlier in the month. 
now that spring break is over, but then we begin grad night and that draws more crowds of graduating high school students and makes for busier days. I would avoid Memorial Weekend if possible. Um, grad night, we don't have official dates for grad night yet, but it happens mostly on Friday and Saturdays. And I will let you know as soon as I get that grad night information. But I've visited Disneyland. I've never been to a grad night, but I have been to Disneyland a lot of times when grad nights are happening and I'm still able to have a really great time. So remember season of the force, Star Wars is going to be happening the whole month of May. Pixar Fest is going to be happening the whole month of May. And Star Wars Night is continuing in May. It's happening May 2nd, 7th, 9th. So you can look forward to that. If you're a huge Star Wars fan, you might want to grab tickets for Star Wars Night. I hear it's pretty fun. Then we move into June. June, it's heading into summer. So crowd levels are going to start to go up. It's going to start to get warmer. But that means that park hours also go up. So the parks are going to be open later. So if you do need to visit during the summer, then June is a great time to go. The weather is less hot than it will be in July. And if I were going to pick a time for you to visit in the summer, it would be early in June. Grad nights continue for June. Again, we don't have dates for grad nights yet. Yet. <laughs> we don't have dates for grad nights yet, but they will be coming hopefully sooner rather than later. Now, Pixar Fest is going to be continuing through August 4th, so you're still going to get that. In June, there is Pride Night happening June 18th and 20th. That was really popular last year. A lot of people loved it, so I think it will probably be popular again this year. And then we move into July. July is probably the busiest month of the summer. A lot of people visit, and it is very hot. So, it's going to be crowded and hot, especially around the 4th of July. Now, if you have to visit in July, then you have to visit in July. But if you could not visit in July, I mean, I think that might be for the best. But again, if that's the best time for you, then you can make it work and you can still have a great time. You are going to need to take a break to get out of the heat midday because it is really, really hot. So Pixar Fest will be happening that whole month. That ends August 4th. Let's talk about August. Disneyland in August is pretty busy during the first few weeks, but then theme park attendance usually significantly decreases towards the end of the month. It used to be that the last two months in August were some of the very lowest crowd times of the whole year, but remember how Disney likes their parks to be crowded? They have changed the beginning of Halloween time to early September to be August 23rd. So this year, Halloween time is kicking off August 23rd and taking up those two weeks that were lower crowd times in August. So I still think it's going to be lower crowds like mid-August through the 22nd, and then it's going to pick up and be a lot busier. Now, one thing you can always count on Disneyland in August is it's going to be hot. It's going to be very, very hot. And Haunted Mansion Holiday usually closes, well, Haunted Mansion closes down for two weeks so it can be transformed into Haunted Mansion Holiday. So with Disneyland kicking off Halloween time, August 23rd, we can expect Haunted Mansion Holiday to close sometime in early August. 
Haunted Mansion. Sorry, I don't know why I keep saying Haunted Mansion holiday. We can expect Haunted Mansion to close sometime in early August. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all. Now, Oogie Boogie Bash is going to be happening during Halloween time. We don't have dates for that yet, but I suspect that the first Oogie Boogie Bash dates will be happening in August. And I think the reason that they are starting Halloween time earlier is because it's so popular and this way they can have more Oogie Boogie Bash dates. Now, let's see. A celebration of Coco at Plaza de Familia also begins August 23rd. That is really fun. You're going to love that. Definitely worth checking out. And that runs through November 2nd. Kind of blends real seamlessly into the whole Halloween time celebration. Let's talk about September. September usually has lower crowds if you're visiting at the beginning of the month, avoiding Labor Day. It is still very, 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 very hot. So a lot of people assume that if they're visiting in September, they're going to have scarves and boots and sweaters and skip through Main Street, sipping apple cider, and that's just not the case. It's going to be hot. So plan on it being hot. Oogie Boogie Bash is still going to be continuing. It's going to be Halloween that whole month, but it is a fun time to visit. If you're wanting to visit for lower crowds, at Halloween time, September is going to give you lower crowds than October. October is also filled with Halloween fun. Oogie Boogie Bash is going to be running on those select nights. There's going to be steady crowds, especially over holidays like Columbus Day, things like that. Weather is still pretty hot in October, so keep that in mind. The holidays run through the entire month of December, and everybody loves the Christmas season and it gets pretty packed from like mid-December all the way through the new year, especially over Christmas and in between Christmas and New Year's. It is super busy and crazy. So Disneyland does have capacity limits and that's where their park reservation system comes in. So they're still doing that. You still need tickets and you still need park reservations to get into the park. But once you have your park reservations, if you have park hoppers, it used to be that once Disneyland reached capacity, they didn't let people in until more people left, which was kind of stressful for people. And it often reached capacity over the Christmas holiday. And so if you had a park hopper and you left Disneyland, you didn't know if you were going to be able to get into California Adventure because it might be too crowded and then you'd just be stuck, which would be so awful. That's not the case anymore. That doesn't happen because of their reservation system. So if you have a reservation and you have your ticket and you, you could be, you'll be able to get into the park, even if it's an insanely crowded day, even if you don't show up until 4 PM, you have a reservation, you can go into the park. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. And if you have a park hopper, you're always able to hop once park hopping hours have begun. So don't worry about that. Um, I would not visit over Christmas. That's just me personally. Um, but some people go and they love it. Just know that it's going to be very busy during the Christmas holiday. Okay, that was a lot of information. I hope it was helpful though. I hope it was helpful. Hopefully you think about maybe when you'd want to visit Disneyland um, maybe when you wouldn't want to visit Disneyland, that kind of thing. 
As always, please don't pay full price for your Disney vacations. Check out my travel partners at Getaway Today for discount park tickets and great deals on hotels. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can call them at 855-GETAWAY if you prefer. I love to call them because then I can be like, this is what I'm looking for. These are my dates. And they can give me different prices on hotels and help me find the very best deal. So I like to call them. Plus, they're super nice. They're just such great people. Anyway, Give them a call. Tell them Mix In Some Magic sent you for the best deals. Now, next week is our season finale, and I'm pretty excited about it, but I'm also pretty nervous about it. I'm trying something new, and some days I think it's going to be really great, and other days I think it's probably just stupid. So time will tell. You'll have to wait until next week, and then you'll have to let me know what you think. Uh, I'm so nervous about it. Uh, we'll see. I'm sure it'll be fine. Anyway, don't forget to fill out that Google form. There's a link in the show notes. I will be back next week with something very new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.